listening to SBS on the Money with Ricardo Gonçalves. This is your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Friday, the 22nd of September 2023. Later on Market Day, we'll speak with Marcus Bogdan. He is from Blackmore Capital about the week on the share market. But first, let's go to inflation, where food inflation and analysts at UBS have tracked 30,000 prices online across Coles and Woolies and found that overall... They are coming down from an annual rate of 9% in May to 7.2% in August. But where to now for food prices? For that, I spoke with Evan Karatsis from UBS. Evan, so UBS numbers show that food prices across Woolworths and Coles online overall are moderating. But what's your message to customers? Will they continue to ease or stay relatively high and why? Yeah, yeah, no, it's a it's a really good question. Look, in, in my view, in the research that we've done, if I was a consumer, I'd be expecting food prices to remain pretty much where they are. Right, There's, it's unlikely to see a big drop back to where they were, you know, two to three years ago. Conversely, um, I wouldn't expect them to increase any more from here. Why is that? Uh, the, the main key reason we have to understand why they increased in the first place. Right, and that comes down to cost pressures, the input costs that go into into delivering the food and vegetable, the food and beverages, I should say, that we eat every day. Okay, at the end of the day, these costs, these input costs, have started to moderate, so they're not increasing, they're not decreasing, and that is why we've started to see that the food prices, the beverage prices that we that we purchase from our supermarkets start to start to stabilise, and that the growth or the increase in the prices has sort of fallen away. Your research, does it indicate, you know, which types of food we are seeing elevated prices for and which have fallen? The main categories I would be, be looking at that, have, uh, I guess, where prices are, you know, more elevated relative to history is really your meats. I think your chicken, your your beef, your lamb, um, and then also across the dairy space. So, so think your, your white milk, your cheeses, yogurts, those sort of categories. Um, and then conversely, I guess, on the other side, one, one category or or products that have the prices have started to fall is really sort of your fruit and vegetables. So I think your, your tomatoes, your blueberries, and also citrus as well. And that's really because um, if you think about this time last year, we had all the, the flood impacts. So we had supply challenges this time last year, or I guess yeah, all of last year it, it felt like. And this year we're seeing much more normalised levels of supply in those fruit and veg categories. Um, so that's why yeah, you, you're seeing two sort of different um price impacts. The fruit and veg, you've seen much lower prices this year compared to last year and I guess history, whereas some of those other more staple products, uh, prices are much more elevated. Evan Kratzis there from UBS. Now, Market Day on the SBS On The Money podcast. The Australian share market had a pretty interesting day in that it fell 1.5% at the open, but then stayed a bit of a recovery to finish flat. That's as energy and utility uh, shares rose thanks to higher oil prices. But here's the thing. For the week, shares are still down 2.9%, and that, in fact, is the worst week in more than one year. To find out more about that, I spoke with Marcus Bogdan. He is the Chief Investment Officer at Blackmore Capital. Marcus, shares were down pretty hard at the start of the session in what was a pretty rough week, down around 3.5% over the past five sessions at one point today. Why the negative sentiment? You're right. It has been one of the weakest weeks for this this year. 
Uh, and the sentiment has been negative since the Federal Reserve has come out on Wednesday, really stating that interest rates will need to stay higher for longer. Markets were expecting to be uh, a more moderate uh, explanation from the Federal Reserve, but there is an expectation that interest rates in the US can rise one more time for this year, and now they're only expecting uh, two cuts for, ne- for next year, uh, which is far more hawkish than the market expected, and that's affected the share market this week. So given the market's reaction, and like I mentioned, down more than 3% for the week, should investors be worried? Is this the start of a a longer sell-down, and will it hit superannuation, for example? Well, if we look at the overall valuation for the Australian share market, uh, valuations are still fair based on a 30-year average. The price-earnings ratio, which is the general measure for the market, is around 15 times, which is only 5% above its long-term average. The other measure which is important to investors is the dividend yield, and the dividend yield is at 4.1%, which is right on the the long-term 30-year average. So that tells us that the market is neither expensive nor cheap, but is around fair value. But given that we're in the sort of the latter stages of the economic cycle uh, and interest rates are going to stay higher for longer, um, it's not surprising that we're going to see a greater level of volatility. In terms of the way the market's been trading today, for most of the day, it's been quite uh, deep in the red. Where was that weakness? So the the weakness has been broad-based but it's been discretionary retail and technology, which have been the sort of the rate-sensitive sectors that have been the weakest. Earlier in the podcast, uh, we spoke to an analyst at UBS talking about food inflation, how it's likely to stay high. It won't necessarily go any higher, won't come down to pre-pandemic level, but food inflation is still there. How worried is the market overall about inflation? We get the CPI indicator next week. And while that's been coming down, what we've seen coming back up are energy prices, namely oil and its implication for petrol. So the market is still concerned about inflation, certainly not at the elevated levels it was at the beginning of the year. And inflation has moderated. But as you point out, um, oil prices have risen by around 30% in the last three months. Uh, And so there could be another tick up in inflation, but it will be more challenging for the central banks to reach their target of around 2% for inflation. We uh, spend a little bit of time on the corporate story of the day. Rupert Murdoch stepping down as chair of, of News Corp. His eldest son, Lachlan, is stepping up. What's the market making of this? Because while it was inevitable, it does pretty much end a 70-year career. An an extraordinarily long career. Uh, Today, the market has uh, been positive in in terms of that announcement. Uh, News Corp is one of the few stocks that is actually higher. And I think the reason behind that is that with Lachlan there, Um, there may be an acceleration uh, to break up the conglomerate, which is News Corp. And there's always been a lot of value in the underlying assets of News Corp, particularly with REA, uh, the real estate uh, digital platform, uh, which News Corp owns 60%. If those businesses were were separated and sold out independently, the market expects to, to achieve a much higher value. Marcus, just finally, where do you see the opportunities for investors right now? 
in one of the areas which have been the weakest in 2023, uh, and that has been healthcare. Uh, healthcare is well down, uh, with the market sort of moder- moderately higher. But in a slowing economic environment with slower corporate corporate earnings, healthcare is one of the few sectors which should be able to achieve double-digit earnings per share growth in 2023 and 2024. That's Marcus Bogdan there from Blackmore Capital. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. Hold up. 